You are listening to the podcast To Be Single or Not To Be by Shanna Montana, a podcast where we talk about the single life, dating, and relationships so you can make a decision at the end of each episode to be single or not to be. So today's topic is sisterhood and relationships and balancing it all. And I felt that it was necessary to bring in some sisters of mine in order to have this conversation. So starting out, we have somebody who's first time appearing on the episode on the podcast. Say hello, Brooke. Hey, y'all. And we have the voice that you guys have heard before. Hi, it's Danny. <laughs> all right. So we're going to just dive right into this. This is a really... I think a great subject in today's society because sisterhood is something we think is really important and sisterhood is something that people shouldn't take for granted. And I just think with everything going on in the world right now, you really need your sisters to rely on. You have, you know, friends, you have family, but there is a difference when you have a true sisterhood and a true tribe to get you through things and push you through things. So that's what the relationship side of today's focus is going to look like. So that said, for you ladies... What does sisterhood look like for you in 2019? I'll go first. All right. <laughs> um, so I grew up with five sisters. Mm-hmm. So I know what it means to, you know, continuously love on somebody when they may not return those feelings to mm-hmm. you or, you know, you have to constantly be someone's ear. So growing into womanhood, I've always made myself available because I knew how important or how important it was. And how much I needed it growing up. So how is it that I wouldn't be able to, you know, give that same thing that I was that I was expecting? And I know I was a part of this organization in college. And I was so thirsty to get in this organization. <laughs> I didn't even have enough credit hours uh, the first time I applied. So, you know, needless to say, I didn't make it. I didn't know the you first applied time. one time before. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Because, you know, the, the limit is 15 right. credit. I had 14. <laughs> Yeah, but I was like, maybe they might let me in. Yeah, like, no, I'm so awesome. <laughs> right. No, sis, apply right. that shit. <laughs> but, you know, God always has a plan because that's where, you know, I met you all. So I'm extremely thankful for that. And plus, I would have been, you know, on the bond with mm-hmm. those who shall remain nameless. You know, so I just think it's having a core group of friends that, you know, you can unapologetically be yourself. You know. I agree. I like that. And I always forget you had so many sisters. Yeah. Have so many. Yeah. Whew, okay. For me, I think it's like number one accountability. Like I hate relationships that are like so surface level mm. that you don't really get to like you know somebody say and or they doing some fuck shit, but you don't have enough of a relationship to be like sis. What's really going on? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, because y'all definitely didn't call me on my shit. Before, yeah, so. like we check each other oh, in love. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like we check yeah. each other in love. I, transparency. Right. I think, especially for black women, like we have to have this persona that like we always have it together. Like everything is perfect. My love life is perfect. My career is perfect. Like everything is always A1 and it's really not. It's not. And having friends that you, sisters, because like, these women are my sisters, like, that you can go to and share those things and not be judged. So, it right. also looks like non-judgmental relationships. A safe space. Yeah, like, you don't have to worry about nobody telling your business. It looks like honesty, even when it's, like, not what you want to hear. It's not a yes woman right. type of environment. And it also looks like I'm happy for you. Like, I'm rooting for yes. you. Whatever that thing is that you're celebrating, whatever milestone, whatever that goal is, whether it be big or small, like... 
I want to make I want my sisters to be happy and accomplished and and flourish and like whatever they do. And it's not me being in the corner like dang when it's my turn. Like right. I'm excited like it is my turn. You know what I'm saying? When y'all are doing Brad something, yeah. yeah, like when y'all are doing something that you, that you're super happy about. Right. So when it's it, genuine. Yes. Like it's not a <laughs> okay, girl. It's like yes, bitch. How we turning up? Right. How right. we celebrating? Like you said, you. Like, I'm just so excited. So, it looks like all of those things. Um, but for me, it's like a safe spot. Like, you can say the shit that you really need to be able to say to any and everybody. But you have this circle where it's trusted and you know it's not going to go any any further than that. A safe space. And it's so true. But I wonder, y'all tell me, why do you think right now we see so many surface level relationships? Because I think that we know that... Our sisterhood is unique and it's different and it's something that not everybody has. And it didn't come overnight, but I almost did. I feel like we all clicked kind of immediately, you know? Yeah, it was very organic. Yeah, Yeah, so why do we see so many surface level, like where people don't have these same places? Why is that so hard to come by? Um, I actually blame it on the lack of college experience. Like, Mm. even though I had, you know, I had that foundation within my family. And I've always had a bunch of, you know, women friends in college Mm -hmm. was where I was taught, like, because, you know, we went to an HBCU. They teach you foremost how to love yourself. Right. So if you place in that with a group of women who are constantly supporting you, you have no option but to pick that up. Right, right. So I think that's why... You know, for us anyway, it was so easy and it was so organic because we already had the desire, you know, going into this organization and moving forward like, okay, this is my sister, regardless of, Mm -hmm. you know, what happens, A, B, C, D. Right. We still have this foundation and we need to adhere to it. Yeah, I think people not having experiences like that and then when you haven't had good relationships with women, then that turns into like, oh... I can't be friends with girls. Girls is messy. I'm I'm only with dudes. And I do think college made it, especially in the HBCU environment. Right. Like you, A, like Brooke said, you love yourself. And then you learn how to love and support like your peers. So it was almost like to a us. Taught to us and it became a norm yeah. to celebrate. Mm-hmm. It yeah. wasn't like we looked at somebody that, say, wasn't as close to us like opposition or competition. It's like I'm yeah. rooting for right. all of you. Yeah. And, and very apparent that we walked into an organization and the organization we're talking about listeners is love you like a sister incorporated it is what it founded on friendship was it uh what's the founded motto on friendship, friendship committed, committed to, to sisterhood yeah. and it was an organization that was founded in 1996 at the tennessee state university where we all went and we met in that organization so we walked into something knowing that we wanted this a sister. Is this is what is expected us. of us. And so that organization taught us that, but also life experiences. And I think that too, another part of it is the society that we live in yeah. is people like to just say sometimes, I don't need anybody. I don't have any expectations. I can count on myself. People try to wear that as a badge of honor. Yeah. And to some extent, it's like, that's not healthy. Like, it's nobody can... That's what nervous breakdowns happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you yeah. cannot do this life by yourself. You have... That's what I always talk about on this podcast, coping skills in different situations. And that's one of the coping skills you need to have is knowing when to reach out and have someone that you can go and talk to with and about these things you are going through. Absolutely. So I think that another part of that is 
the evolution of a sisterhood. You know, while we talked about ours being organic and where it's come from, what does it take? You know, sometimes I think we go through things in life where, say, everybody has a reason, a season, stuff that they go through. But how do you continue to make sure that your relationship evolves as you evolve as a person? Because mm-hmm. we weren't, we are not the same people that we were when we met back in 2004. But we've managed to sustain a friendship, a sisterhood at this level. How do you manage that to make sure that you evolve with the people around you and that you accept the changes and you move about them? And still land in the same space. What do y'all think about that? I think it's like with any relationship. You know, I think people try to make a difference between like romantic relationships and friendships. Like you put your energy and your time into what you think is important. Mm. And so my relationships with my sisters is is important. It's, right. up, it's up there with my marriage. Like it's important for me to be in relationship with my sisters and so right. it's a priority for me so mm-hmm. i don't understand like how people be like i ain't that's my friend i ain't talked to him in 25,000 years, years. <laughs> like i i don't understand i'm like how's it how's it happening like and so i think we make a conscious a, effort a conscious effort to be in communication with each other checking in on each other if i ain't heard from you in like 24 hours it's a problem yeah we have one sister that likes to disappear yeah. and do disappearing that <laughs> we thing. had to do a pop-up yeah literally just popped up on her you know we have to call her back into the phone and be like hey yeah. hey where you been you little lost lamb come on back over here yeah you know? yeah 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 but you like but it's my conscious decision to put time love and attention into these relationships and not just let them be like, oh, but she... Fu-. No, and, and then people get in these romantic relationships and you forgot mm. that your sisters are the ones yeah. who supported you when it, it was just y'all. So I think you have to put your energy there in order for them to grow um, and get the attention that they need. And be intentional. And I think you can't you can't play it like this. Now, friendship is a two-way street. But and you have to understand, everybody's not going to be going at the same speed all the time. Right. So what that means is like the friend who we have that does like to disappear... Well, Sometimes we did Friday night. We called, we had talked to her on the phone <laughs> and she decided that when we call her back, she wasn't going to pick up, but she wants to send a text message. Yeah. So that tells me you're in the land of the living. Yeah. I know I'm where you live. Yeah. I'm coming over there. And we knocked on the door and so it was fine. We got it. We talked to her. She's good, but we know how she moves and that's okay. So I'm saying all that to say, you can't feel like, well, why I'm checking up on her? She ain't checking up on me. Yeah. She didn't call me. She didn't see about me. You do not know what it may be going on with somebody at yeah, the time. Right. And if you really are there for them to be their true sister, it does not it matter. matter. Yeah. I am concerned about you. I care about you. And I know you care about me. But right now, you just might not have a bandwidth to give uh-huh. me the same energy that I'm giving you. Yeah. So you have to understand, we always on the same page. We going... We go in the same direction, but sometimes I may be a few steps ahead where I got to wait for you to catch up or I may have to run back to go get you like, what's up? You yeah. know, so you can't, you can't look at it selfishly. That's what, you know, sisterhood is not. So I want to ask you this, Brooke, why, why is, other than, I know you come from a big family of sisters because Sims kind of touched on it. Why is sisterhood so important to you and why should it be important to the world? Like why, why should we really care about this? Um, I feel like the accountability piece, like, of course, you know, you have the, the people who you were born with, but there are some, there are some instances where you know you all know things about me that my own sisters don't know about. Right, me. right. So you know, and I'm not saying that to no diss to my sisters. Yeah, not a, but it's more don't. so like I know there's no judgment coming from you all. Mm-hmm. I know you guys aren't going to police me. You all are going to keep me accountable. Right, right. But you know, I won't feel like, dag, I shouldn't have told, right. you know, no, told them remorse. This, this yeah, is, you know. Yeah. So it's like, I think that's important because 
in doing that, you know, you end up growing up. Mm-hmm. Like you can't continuously do F S you know stupid shit yes. and think that nobody's gonna say exactly. Anything. So you know what I'm saying? Like if you have those women there to hold you accountable and you know you can do the same for them, that's growth all the way around. Mm-hmm. Accountability is huge, and I think yeah. that's a, a lot of what's lacking in the world today. Oh, for sure, is a lot of accountability, and people are afraid to say what they need to. It's like you said; sometimes it's family that's afraid to say what they need to because we do know we deal with family, we deal with friends in a different way. Right. And so, in order to really, I think, flourish and evolve, like we're talking about in friendships in life, you have to be able to hold one another accountable. And I think that's the number one thing that we have, and we know that about one another. Like, I know if I do something real crazy, like, I already know what they're about to say, but I'm about to tell them anyway. Because I know I'm not going to be judged. Yeah. Everybody going to laugh as I'm saying. I'm going to move yeah. right through it. But I'm like, let me just tell y'all about this stupid shit I did. So y'all can all roast me. <laughs> roast, everybody roast me for three days straight. Well, we, we don't let you. No right, less. No right. Less. And we move on. Not at all. So what do y'all think about the comment? And I'm sure the listeners have heard this. And it, it makes no sense to me. When women say, I don't have female friends. I don't fool with women. I Let don't... me go first. Yeah, go before, ahead. Before you even, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Get that question go out. Um, you triggered. I, yeah, I <laughs> definitely am. I really do feel like it's an insecurity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like to constantly be around women, you feel like you got to step your game up in mm-hmm. some sort. Mm-hmm. And that shouldn't always be the case. Like I have uh, this young lady and we've been friends for some time and she said that. And it took everything that I don't have a lot of friends. That's why I hang out with dudes and all Mm -hmm. this other stuff. And I had to like slip cuss her out. Like, man, we've been friends since sixth grade. Mm. So what what, what do you, exactly. (laughs) So, you know what I'm saying? Like, and in no way am I saying that, you know, every time that, you know, we go out is going to be a competition. But if you feel like I outdress you. Ask you know, step, step up. up. You no stylist. Yes, that's yeah. how you. Or tell her to come shop. Hey, I need you to help put these threads. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like you know what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it's definitely you know an insecurity when you when you preface everything with that statement. Like it's not mm-hmm. fair. Like. Either that or you done ran into some, you know, pretty trifling young right, women. Yeah, so, yeah. And that's it, unfortunate because I don't know many of them. Man, so I, I, don't be, I don't believe that's an excuse. Right. I'm just trying to give folks the benefit of the doubt. But ultimately, I think it's that. an insecurity. I think uh, it's sad. Yeah. I, think, I, I really too. think it's sad that a woman can feel that way. Like, you feel like you just can't be in relationship with other women. Because y'all have saved me and been there for me in ways... That I don't like. I, if it weren't for y'all, like I don't even know. Like I would probably be locked up. You know, saying aside, yeah, excommunicated. Yeah, like living on the island somewhere selling tacos. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, so like I just can't imagine like doing life without having my safety net. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, I, right. like who do you like? Who do you who you talking to? Like when you're going through something, you need to talk yourself down, girl. Like yeah, who you reaching out to? Or like, talk it through. Yeah, yeah. Who, who, are, like, who are you, who are you talking, talking to? to? Yeah. And so for me, it's just I think it's sad. And I think also if you feel that way, like you're the con- the common denominator mm. in all of these, you know, friendship. So, bitch, like, what is it about you, you that's not, you know, you know, in order to be a sister, you have to show yourself sisterly. Yeah. So, yeah. what is it about you that's not coming out sisterly or friendly? Like, it, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's you. No, maybe it's not all the women. Maybe it's you. Yeah. I think that com- that goes back to that accountability we were talking about. 
You know, if you can't hold yourself accountable, you're never going to think it's you. You know, oh, it's no. like, you're yeah. a victim. You're, you're in a constant state of victim. All the time. So I think that for anybody out there, everybody can have their own philosophy, their own life mission, whatever the case may be. But I think that if you are ever in a position or you've heard this or you are that person that says that I don't have female friends, I don't fool with women, I encourage you to take a second look at that and evaluate why you feel that way, what has happened to you for you to get to that point, and what can you do to really come out of it. So that leads me to the next thing. Can these women, quote-unquote, be saved? Like, how can they move out of that space to think that I don't need that sisterhood, I don't need that tribe? What can we do or what do they need to do? What is the, what is the work, as Sister Iyala would say, what is the work they need to do in order to move away from that? Shown by example. Like, I know um, I have a lot of friends, like a lot of close friends, and it probably stems because I grew up in such a big family. But, mm-hmm. like, say, for instance, <clears throat> I'm having a bonfire, like, this coming weekend or whatever. And I know, like, I used to be that person, used to be that person that hated mixing my friends because when I mixed them, I felt like other friends would kind of hold back on their personalities because they didn't want to be judged or you know, they may not know this person, so they're not going to tell their business like they normally would. Mm -hmm. So what I've started doing is I've started bringing them into the fold. Like you can see examples of, you know, female or women relationships thriving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you see this, then you know, it can exist and you can also too have. Right. Right. If this is what you really want. Right. What do you think? Start with yourself. Like, what is, like, why can't I be in in relationship with other women? We are familiar people. Like, we we were not designed to do life by ourselves. And I right. think people only think of that in context of, like, a man and a woman mm. or, you know, have it, like, in a romantic type partnership. But I think that same thing applies to sisterhood. Like, right. especially black women. Like, yeah. we are familiar tribal people. Yeah. Like, we're supposed yeah, to be. Mate. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, we're yeah. supposed to be. Yeah in community with each other right and so like what is it about me yeah yeah (laughs) what life experiences have i had that have turned me off from this and what can i do to like turn the corner with this because relations like you there's nobody out here i don't care nobody say i'm alone i don't be by myself nobody's out here like doing this shit by yourself if you you are you crazy yeah you're crazy i want to know the secret yeah because i don't how i just can't imagine not having y'all like i just I just can't imagine not having, like, that's why I can't even, like, I don't have any comments for it, because I just, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand it, and people walk up to me all the time, like, my own mom, I, what y'all have is so rare, so special, yeah. like, how did y'all, and I'm just like, it's no secret, like, we just, we met, we clicked, and we just made Saw sure that, through. yeah, we just made sure that we, like, made it a priority to, like, be in relationship, like, that's all I know, in yeah. terms of y'all, so I, like, I can't remember a time falling out, and if we None. did, like, Somebody in the group was like, you need to go in there oh, and you sure. need to yeah, apologize. Yeah, yeah. Bitch, you was wrong. wrong right. And you need to make it right. Like, somebody, you know, held us accountable. Right, you know? yeah. right. And I think a lot of people don't want that. Like, they just want to continue to do stupid bald head ho shit <laughs> and it be okay and yeah. nobody say nothing. Like, and they too grown to be yeah, doing it consistently. Yeah, you want to be a Cynthia doll for the rest of your life, but bitch, you're called to be greater. Like, you need to be a Bratz doll. Like, yeah. do something else. Like, you can't, you can't do that. And then you wonder why your romantic relationships don't work out because the crust of that is, guess what? It's friendship, bitch. Friendship, yes. So, you can't even go there with a nigga, oh, excuse me, with yeah, a man <laughs> if you can't, you don't even know how to be a friend. Yeah, you, you can't be, be a friend to him and you angry. That's yeah, why he hates you. you upset. You all the time. You want to go out, want to go out and hang out at home, and I don't want to do all that. I don't feel like no yeah. people. 
Yeah. Ugh. Bye. Just, yeah. Yeah. Like, ugh. So that leads right into why is it important when you enter a relationship to make sure that you do sustain your sisterhood? Is it other than making sure you don't put two hot ones in that nigga chest? Yes, and so you need some bail money. Like, I can't write oh, y'all out. Sure. I might be bailed out one day. Yes. Like, no. And then you need people to call you to the carpet in that regard. Like, yeah. You need people to be like, you showing out. Yeah. You doing too much, girl. You know you love this man. Stop, stop playing. Like, yeah. you need that. And if or the like, other side of it. Like, I'm going to support you if you want to stay with this nigga. But, but you might had, need to take a yeah. second look at him. He out know? here doing some bald head. Oh, shit. shit. Right. Yeah, yeah. you looking stupid. Yeah. yeah. So, you need to look at both sides of the coin. So, you need somebody there in order to balance it. What other reasons do you need that? I, I think because you don't want to be caught up. I think many times we are guilty of sometimes we initially get in a relationship. We tend to lose ourselves. Oh. We Stop, yeah, for sure. We stop when I listen to the last episode of you having on self-care. We still tend to lose all the self-care and sisterhood is a part yep. of that. And so I think that you have to make sure you continue to balance and prioritize the relationship because at the end of the day, it's almost like when they say a man can come and go, but friendships, kids, things yeah. like that, they always are going to be there. But you need that sounding board. You need that escape. You need that ladies night. You need more than just that man. You cannot be, I don't believe you can be each other's end you all can. be all. You can. You need say, yeah, okay, that you need a life outside of that. Yeah. I, I want I want you to have your home. I want please, please go. By yeah. any means necessary, please, please go. Yes. And don't balance. rush back. Right. Like you you need that. <laughs> you need that balance. And I think we tend to lose it. We tend to especially if, you know, we get caught up and I always say got the emoji hearts in your eyes, you know, your girl's calling you, texting you, whatever, and you forget about them. And it's yeah. like, no, that's something that fortunately we have not, that has not happened in our circle. Like we have a sister who's been on the podcast before and had a whole baby. I never forget the day she had the baby. <laughs> She is in the group me helping to plan somebody else's bridal shower. We like, you just pushed a whole kid out hours ago. <laughs> and was here a couple of weeks, weeks later, later for the bridal shower. Like, why are you texting us? Nobody's thinking you about to text. Like, like, it was maybe 24 hours. But it was a time period. It's like, why are you texting us? You just yeah. had a whole kid. But that was her priority. She was a, a the matron of honor. She's like, I signed up to do this. Knowing I was about to have this baby, and guess what? Even through pushing this whole kid out, my sisterhood and what I have signed up to do is still going to be on the to-do list. It's still yeah. a priority. And that's a great example of being able to balance the whole marriage, relationship, kid, and the friendship that it can be done. But it's are you going to hold yourself accountable to do it? So I think that's the key word. It goes back to that accountability. So I want to ask, what do you all think is, other than I would say we've talked about Kind of it just being important and something we put on the table. And this is something we saw this morning on Instagram was a question that said, how do you and your friends stay as close as your lives change? So what would you say are like maybe two or three things, one or two, doesn't matter. Specific things that you all think that we do to make sure that we stay as close as we do. Well, I'm thankful for apps like GroupMe and, you know, um, Marco Polo. Shout out to Sims. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Introducing us to Marco Polo because, like, it had got to a point where, you know, we all just had stuff going on. Like, you know, whether it was, you know, new relationships, new jobs, promotions, you know, moves, all of that. And I hadn't heard from nobody in, like, three days. And I'm looking at my Marco Polo to make sure... You know, the app's still up and running yeah, and yeah. wasn't nothing and grew me. So I'm like, man, what's up? So I, you know, individually, like, added everybody, like, hey, you good? Hey, you good? Yeah. Hey, you good? Yeah. You know, 
So I think like you, you just have to be, you know, intentional, but I think it helps with us because one, none of us live that far from each other that we can't, you know, get to each other. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Kirsten shout out to her. Cause you know, she traveling when she traveled everywhere, right? She stayed, you know, in Texas, Louisville and Tennessee, you know, she Mm -hmm. get to see y'all. Right. Shana, you always in Chicago with family. So every time you come, you know, I'm seeing you, I don't stay that far from, you know, here. So anytime, I know it's going to be two or more of y'all down here. I try to make my way. So, you know, I think because we're all so intentional in making sure that, you know, we keep each other, you know, around. Like, I think that's what helps us besides social media. Mm -hmm. Like, there's actually some follow-up. Right, right. Agreed. Yeah, I think that the intention. And I think it goes back to say, like, whether it be, was it, Last year, no, yeah, because X was one this year. It was last year when we had like the baby, we had a baby shower, oh, a yeah. bridal shower, a birthday. It was like all these things going on. And I think you just have to, you have to make a conscious decision to say that my friends are important to me. Right, yeah. I can afford to do these things. So I'm, I'm going to be there. So I'm yeah. going to be there. I'm going to make we sure. We saw each other a lot. A lot last year. Last year. Yeah, yeah so it's like, and I think anyway. too, as you get older, you have to do that because. You can kind of just sometimes, I think as we say, we get oh, we get tired faster. Yeah. Sometimes you don't feel like going out. You don't feel like doing whatever. But I think that if you have an opportunity like that kind of stuff, you can't just brush it to the side. And that's yeah. what sometimes we see people do like, oh, I'm not going to that. Why she want us to come out there? Why she want this, you know? But I think you have to look at your life and say, if I can spend this money to go on this trip leisurely, if I have somebody that has something going on, or we do stuff like Lila's Weekend, where we try this uh, is I would say this was Lila's weekend this year. Everybody couldn't make it, but we try to be intentional about saying, okay, at least one week weekend out of the year, we gonna get together and we gonna kick it. Mm-hmm. And you know, we all thirty plus, so we could choose to do other stuff. And it may be something that people, I don't know, people our age group even. I mean, because people have girls trips and do stuff, but to have with us having various groups of friends for us to get together and say we're gonna be intentional about this. It's our weekend. We're gonna make it happen and come together. I think that's something people people should start doing. So yeah, for sure. And I don't think people be aware like the life moments and the celebrations that you're having like probably wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for your tribe you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. y'all are very much so like a part of like my journey and i know for a fact yeah. like the things that i've been able to accomplish like y- y'all are like a part of that journey like whether you talk to me off the ledge one day at work and that was gonna be the difference maker between whether if i got a promotion or i walked off the job yeah you know whether <laughs> i was gonna walk away from you know, a relationship or what, yeah. like y'all are a part of it. Like yeah. y'all, like whether it went left or south, whether I made a decision, like y'all were a part of this. So like, it's important for me to y'all, for, you know, for y'all to be there and be a part of those celebrations. It is important for me to, to be there for y'all too. Like, so I don't like those things probably wouldn't have happened. Um, <laughs> if it wasn't for right my sisters and I don't think people recognize like this girl was probably secretly praying for you. You didn't even know it wasn't even secretly the time you said pray pray for me. Yeah, I can't, I can't go into detail right now, but it's probably that prayer that you rolled on through the week on yeah. and you didn't even know it. So like you have to like recognize that's like for real. like, yeah, <laughs> like these things probably won't happen to me for me if I didn't have people praying for me and with me. Right. So let me honor that by showing up. Yeah. Like if you can you you can save the money for a flight if you stop eating McDonald's every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's that simple. Or four for four. Yeah. Four for four. You out here you you want to eat seafood sensations every week. Yeah, yeah. You got to leave that alone. Get a flight. <laughs> Bad flight, see a sis. Bad flight, see a sis. Not okay. And I think that it's so the prior 
prioritizing and accountability have been the main focal points of what it is that we do to be so intentional. And I'll say that this is something just to give a little bit more background since, yeah, 04? Was it 04? Yeah, so we are coming up on 15 years of true friendship, you know, and that's something that you do to have people say like, I haven't had a friend lasted that damn long ever, you know. So to be able to have that and cultivate it, I've been in a relationship long with y'all, and I've been in a romantic. With any nigga, I lost somebody. I've been in a relationship long, child. I've been with some family. Look, so fuck out of here. I break up with them niggas. I break up with family every week, once a week. So I think you have to look at it that way. But I just want to say, yeah, when it comes down to the friendships, you have to make them priority. You have to know that the value that they hold, you have to know that these are the people sometimes we love family. We cannot choose them, but sometimes we can't go to family. You need need something outside of that. You got to function outside of that because, you know, you know, if you go into family for some stuff, it's a whole lot more that's going to come with that. It's a lot more. It's a lot more people probably going to find out if you say something to one person and then you don't know if you're going to offend somebody and that turns into something else. So it's like. Yeah, you love your family, but you love them in a different way. And you have to be able to have that outlet to get through things, to be able to celebrate things, and to just be able to flourish in this life. So in closing of this episode, what is one piece of advice you all would give the people in regards to sisterhood and friendships? Um, it can happen and be intentional. Um, you just have to make sure that, like, you know, a lot of people, and, you know, myself included, because I, you know, just recording this like I'm going through my head like how I could have handled situations better I probably won't mend them but whatever (laughs) don't be like me Um, be better right but my thing is like you know when you say oh you know so and so ain't called me in a while like you know they must not be checking for me they must you know be doing this and that like don't let it stop there like if this person means if this person ever meant anything to Mm -hmm. you you extend that olive branch. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I ain't heard from you in a while. Everything good? Yeah. Because that, that person might be going through, you know, going through a mental breakdown. Okay. And, no you know, like, everybody doesn't have to have time for you all the time. Right. But if you thinking about once what we once were, just go ahead and extend it. Like, that ain't going to hurt nobody. No, so, no. It, I'm sure it'll help more than it will harm. So, yeah. I agree. My advice would be, if you're one of these women that, like, you struggle, like, being in a relationship with other women, like, seek help. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not... I, I, it's I, not I, normal. It's not normal. Like, yeah, I'm going on a limb. Say, it's not normal. And sometimes, like, people haven't had, like, good experiences with other women for whatever reason. And, you know, that just kind of, like, turns them off to, like, want to have, like, a sisterhood or a friendship, with, you know, in the future. Like, but don't let that stop you because I promise you, like, if it weren't for my... Ooh, Trying to think about all the times I'm supposed to be locked up. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be here to talk to y'all right now. Like, right now, not at all. You don't even understand. I'm supposed to be on locked up wrong next uh, Okay. 90 <laughs> days in, baby. All right. So, like, don't don't let it just stop there. And if you feel like it's you, then, like, do something about that. Because it's not, I just I just feel like it's not normal. It's not. It's not normal. And in uh, agreeing with those ladies, I want to say, if you, and something along the lines of what Brooke was saying, if you have somebody that say you like, you've hung around, they got a good vibe, good energy, and you want to get to know them, you possibly want to be their friend, reach out to them. I would say in the past, say, five years of my life, 
I've gained about maybe two or three new friends. Because a lot of my friends are friends I've had from college or from growing up. Where literally we went out through a mutual friend, hung out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she was super cool. And I had her number. I hit her up. Like, hey, you want to go get a drink this weekend? Went from there. Been hanging ever since. So, And I had people tell me that. Like, I want to get together. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, I'm the type of you tell me that. I'm probably going to call you because the extrovert in me. I feel like I'm always trying picking up new friends or whatever, new acquaintances. Trying to be out in these streets. Yeah, in these streets. And always, fast yeah, <laughs> look, I got to have a team, a gang of people. When some one person busy, call somebody else, you know. But I think that if you have ever seen somebody, another woman, that you, I ain't going to say look up to her. I just got a good vibe, good energy. You mm-hmm. liked her. Y'all had a good time. It's nothing wrong with reaching back out to that person. They say, hey. Let's hang out again. It's not no good funny point. shit. Yeah, like, you're really shit. good at that. Like yeah. you're, you're really good at like connecting people. Yeah, because I'm thinking about like all of the people that I came became friends with like through you. Yeah, like you're like the matriarch friend. Like okay, yeah. these these friends work over here. Yeah, so it'll work over here too. Yeah. Like you're really good with that. And I'm like the definition of like awkward black girl. Like <laughs> I see, I'm not gonna reach out to you because I'm thinking like yeah, I really don't. I don't feel like the anxiety of like getting to know you. Yeah. Like, I, so I didn't talk myself down from like, okay, we're going to go to lunch. All right, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm never going to call you. Like, no, but don't call me. Don't no. call me, girl. Because I'm going to have a meeting. Something's going to happen. And I ain't going to be. Because I'm thinking like, yeah, I really don't need you. You know, like, but see, like, I'm in a, a city. I've only been there two, you know, two years. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't hang out right. with other women there. Cause yeah, I, and, cause, and then my expectations of like friendship is like so high. Right, right. <laughs> because like right. I know what it looks like when it's done right. Yeah. But you're really good at like, Connected people like across the table to. be like, yeah. okay, yeah, like that's a friend over here. So yeah, this friendship like they'll they'll mesh. It'll be yeah. cool. And like you're good with out. that. And it, I'm not an yeah. <laughs> It works out because that doesn't give me anxiety. Uh, you know. Connecting people, and when people will tell me, so I'm the person. If you be like, Shady, we gonna go to lunch next Friday. I'm going to text you on Thursday and say, Hey, we still gonna lunch on Friday? Yeah. Like I so I am. I enjoy things like that. I enjoy. I need like the, what's it? The external. I don't know. Like, I, I need the outside, the touch. of Like, having companionship and company and friends around, I need that in my life. So, I have my core. I have a lot of core groups of great friends in my sisterhoods. But the point of it all is with that, that I reach out to people. If I meet a dope woman and I want to get to know her better, then it's about just building another friendship, making the world a better place. So, if you ever have encountered something like that, Reach out. It is okay. Okay. Don't get to the point. You're never too old to gain a new friend. A new friend. So don't feel like, I no new friends, just because Drake said it. Don't feel like, (laughs) you know. Yeah, don't feel like I turned 37. I ain't getting no new friends. Whatever the case may be. You never know what blessing you could be missing out on. And you don't know if that is a person that you need to have in your life. And it's a reason that y'all cross paths in in the same time, in the same space. So just make sure if that is something, it's not for everybody, but if it's something that's crossed your mind before, then take action on it. Nothing wrong with that, you know? Um, So yeah, we just want to leave you guys with that. We want you all to just continue to have this conversation in your mind. Share it with your friends. Share it with those that you consider sisters. Share it with somebody that you may think is cool that you want to get to know. But like, I heard this episode and I was inspired to reach out to you, girl. What's Mm -hmm. up? You know, you would never know. So Y'all stay strong out there. Keep holding on. And until next time, signing off, Shannon Montana. Y'all say bye. 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 We 
We are now introducing a new segment to the podcast. This is called Living Single. We want you guys to send in any of your relationship questions, if you need advice, or if you just want to give feedback on the show on a topic that we've discussed. Feel free to DM them on Instagram to Shannon Montana, or you can inbox me on Facebook, Living Single, and we'll definitely be touching on these topics on each episode going forward.